episode of Nostalgia Cops. Hello. I'm Lynn. I'm your co-host. I am Evan. I am your other co-host. Welcome back. Yes. It is July. It is summer. Yeah. Sun's out, guns out. Sun's out, guns out, fun's out, buns Um, out, tongues out. Evan's got a great tan only on his forearms. Yeah, I got the great farmer's tan going on right now. like a perfect golden brown, and then it stops just above his elbows. It's such a shame. It is. And you've tried. I've tried. I've tried numerous times. I've been out in the sun with tank tops and, you know. I have a very slight tan going on, but mm-hmm. my legs are pale. Yeah. Completely. It's, yeah. It's it's not easy. It's not easy with, with any of that. It's not easy being... Being pale. Be, yeah. <laughs> it's not easy being pale. Yeah. Um, but we're here. We're here. And uh, what have you been watching? Oh, gosh. What have I been watching? Uh been watching friends i know like in the last month or so we've been like Whoa. you've enjoyed it too i have i yeah because i because i want to watch it before it goes off on netflix right. at least like try to watch most of it mm-hmm. before it's off on netflix at the end of the year mm-hmm. and i really enjoy it like the one i don't even remember what episode it was but you were laughing a lot of it. yeah there was there was a few um that what I, what character do you most like what's your, who's your favorite character not that you most relate to but like who, who do you just who's your favorite i like ross i really like ross i find that so funny yeah i i like ross and, and it's and he's a character i can relate to you know being that weird kind of nerdy character um uh-huh. i find i can relate to him pretty well gotcha but chandler is my favorite <laughs> he he's good too a lot he's of got like self-deprecating yeah, self-deprecating dry humor yeah. you know like sarcastic really Matthew perry's perfect for that. yeah I love yeah I, I, and and actually a lot of the humor does age pretty well it's surprising yes see that's the thing is that i think um it's a show that you should watch between your early and mid 20s right because that's when it's most relatable yes because it's gonna be so relatable to your age group mm-hmm. um because that's what it is like these people are like 25 to 30 when it happens yeah um it's great oh my god i love the show yeah um i'm so glad you're watching it. i'm so glad you enjoy it have you yeah. been watching anything else um oh god what have i what else have i been watching um I watched the um I watched that uh I think you should leave with Tim Robinson that um that Netflix sketch comedy s- special. It was that like mm. that five episode series. Okay. That was some really good sketch comedy. Um That's cool. I know it's it, that kind of that kind of humor doesn't hit with everybody, but I thought it was really really funny. Mm. Um also the unauthorized Bash Brothers experience by the Lonely Island guys. That was hilarious. Oh, you watched that too? Yeah, that was for those who don't know, it's a um it's a 30 minute visual album with the guys from the Lonely Island um, doing rap songs about Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco from their time with the Oakland A's in the 80s. Oh, I think I watched like half of it. Yeah. Uh, great, great stuff. Mm. You know, the Lonely Island, you know, they they never disappoint to me, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, it was stuff like... One that is often overlooked anymore is Popstar. That movie, Popstar, is hilarious. Mm. That's such a good movie, and people sleep on it a lot. Mm. Hot Rod's still one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Hot Rod's a favorite. Hot Rod's a, a great people. movie. Yeah. So, yeah, those are some those are some good stuff, good things that I've been watching recently. Mm. So nice. So nice, yeah, nice. how about you? Um, well, Evan, as you know, I have been super into audiobooks as of late. You have, yes. I listen to a lot of podcasts, mm-hmm. um, and I review a lot of podcasts. I have like a list of podcasts that I'm reviewing. Mm-hmm. And I found around March, I really hit a wall with it mm-hmm. because when you listen to, say, 120 hours of podcasts, you're kind of burned out. Mm-hmm. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to take a break from that, start audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read two audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I've read like four or five audiobooks, but two, um, I've read two of uh, Jillian Flynn's uh, audiobooks. And I've read Sharp Objects and Gone Girl. Okay. Um, 
so I watched the show Sharp Objects, mm-hmm. A plus, love that show, mm-hmm. and I rewatched Gone Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a movie. I'm really conflicted about it. I think the book is better than the movie okay. in that case. Because um, I really liked. I thought the movie was good. I thought the movie was good, but I I felt like it misrepresented the book. Really? Okay. Yes, I did. Um, Sharp Objects. I would argue um, you could read the book, you could watch the show. It's a faithful adaptation. It's a faithful ad- adaptation, and it still is super awesome. Okay. And, and you know, if if you're more of a book reader, read the book. If mm-hmm. you're more of a a TV buff. Watch the show. Gotcha. A plus. I started doing, doing, I started watching um, Handmaiden's Tale, Mm -hmm. which is good. Mm -hmm. Um, I have the book as well. I haven't read it though. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of books to read, Um, but that's good. I I know because you were like, would I like it? I think you would. I think it's worth giving it a shot. At least trying a few episodes and seeing what I think. Yeah, just like seeing if you like it. Yeah. It, it might not be your thing. Um, it's it's interesting though. Yeah. I'm curious to see where it ends up because it's been out now and it's still going. Mm-hmm. I think they have like at least three seasons. Okay. At least. I'll have to check it out at some point. Um. Yeah. So it's it's pretty good. But that's yeah. really all I've been doing. We're gonna go see Toy Story four this weekend. Yes, we're seeing that this weekend. Um, and also, also in nostalgia news, I just recently acquired the the new Blu-ray issue. They they just issued it on Blu-ray, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie from nineteen ninety six. Uh, this is the one uh, where they skydive in the beginning. It's the one where they skydive in the beginning. It's got Ivan Ooze as the villain. Yes. Uh. Action boy now, action girl. Yeah, that's that's the movie that has that song in it. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, I fucking love that movie. I watched that. I watched it. I think last year on Amazon Prime Video, and still fucking loved every second of it. You know that we watched it when you lived in New York as well. We did. Yes. Okay. Um. So fun fact: Evan lived in Long Island for About ten months. Ten months, almost, almost a year. Almost a year. Um. And I would visit him. I tried to visit him every month. It was more like probably every other month that mm-hmm. I visited you. Yeah. And I think it was a stretch of time. I think I, I think I was there for like four days. It was like a crazy amount of days I was mm-hmm. there. And um, it was like over a holiday or something. Something. And we flip on the channel, flip on the TV, and a pops Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And you were like, we have to watch this movie. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And you were like, it's my favorite movie. Well, not favorite. It's not your favorite. Your favorite is Space Jam. Fuck yes. You Which just started Space filming Jam. recently. <laughs> just <laughs> started <favorite>. filming. <laughs> Space Jam 2, excuse me. Just Space started filming. Space, Space Man 2. Space Man 2. <laughs> Space Jam 2. Yes. Um, it's his favorite, favorite movie. Um, I'm not that crazy about Space Jam. But but you still managed to come um, and sit with me in the theater to watch the Oh, that's 20th, right. We saw it in theater. We saw the 20th anniversary reissue of that movie in theaters. I, did I ever tell you how I tried to get you a Space Jam jersey? Yes, you told me that. Yeah. And it was just too much money. That's fine. Hey, you know, it's the thought <laughs> that counts. Too much money. Maybe one day, though. Maybe anyway, one day. we're not here to talk about Space Jam or Mighty Morphin Power Rangers we're not? or any of that noise. Maybe Can't, one day. Maybe may- one day we'll we'll ease into movies. We'll do a movie. Ver- we'll do like a movie bonus episode or yeah. something. But today, we're here to talk about kill a kill okay it's our first anime yeah it's our first anime on the show on the show i'm very excited this is a very um so this anime believe it or not is not as old as i thought it was how how old is it it's only from 2013 really so it's still from the 2010s okay um i because see like the thing like the thing you notice with most popular anime is that they were they were created a long time ago like um, like dragon ball was like in the 90s the the ones that are really held reminiscent for our age group yes yeah. i you know your your cowboy bebop your, your dragon ball Z, you, you Hakusho. um naruto, naruto i mean if you even want to get into like 
Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Gundam, that, stuff. that kind of stuff. Gundam, yeah. yeah. That was all early um early on. This was not. This was 2013. Okay. I believe it didn't come to America till like 2014. Really? So I binge watched this in a day. Okay. I watched this whole series in a day. Wow. And this was this must have been right before you and I met. Okay. Um and I did it with uh, my very good friend Matt Alexander. Mm-hmm. Um I we watched I think he and I watched like half the series together we were known to do that like okay. if we were just having a rough time at college you just get we together we would just meet to get meet up and like watch something just binge watch yeah and we watched like half of it and i went home and watched the rest wow um we did the same thing with like rupaul's drag race and um i think it was psychopaths i did that with maybe okay. not but a couple of shows he and i would just binge watch mm-hmm. um so this was one of them um it's really good out, it's outrageous. That's the best way. That's the best way I can word it. But I'll so, out, outrageous in the sense of the like the subject matter is outrageous, or like it's it, a like, lot. Like it just it, it's is it hard to follow? Because because that's one of the things I sometimes have trouble with in terms right. of getting into anime is that I feel like like I could probably start it, but then it's like there's so much going on that I it feel like complex. I would I would get lose interest. Right. But then again, like Game of Thrones is rather complex and yet right. I still managed to enjoy that. I would argue that it's a different type of complex. Okay. I would argue that in the way of something like Game of Thrones, um, you hear the concept and, and to sum it up in say four sentences, mm-hmm. you can't. Okay. It's, there's too much lore to it. Whereas with anime, depending on the anime, they might not fill in all of those spaces. You know okay. what I mean? Um, this is just, it's a lot right out the gate and mm-hmm. I'll get into it. So okay. let me just, I'll start the little blurb that I wrote up Go because ahead. I think the, the more I talk about it, the more you'll see what I mean. Okay. Um, so kill a kill is a 2013 Japanese anime TV series produced by trigger directed by, um, Oh, just heads up. If I butcher these names, I'm so, so very sorry. I don't know much Japanese. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so it's a 2013 ja- Japanese anime TV series produced by trigger directed by Hiroyuki Imashi. Imiyashi, I'm sorry, um, and written by Kazuki Nakashima. Um, the series is Trigger's first original anime television project. So this is interesting. A lot of the anime that I've watched was based off of a manga. Okay. This so, is not this case. So this is wholly original. This is totally original. Okay. Interesting. Um, the genre is listed. Oh, and this is interesting too. Action, mm-hmm. comedy, okay. and magical girl. Okay. Do you know what Magical Girl anime is? No. Do you know what Sailor Moon is? I yes, I'm fam- I'm familiar with with Sailor Moon and the idea of Sailor. I haven't really I never really watched Sailor Moon. So Sailor Moon is a Magical Girl anime. Magical Girl is technically a subgenre, not an actual genre. Okay. But it's basically the idea of a young girl, normally a teenage uh, schoolgirl of some mm-hmm. sorts who has superhuman or magical powers okay. like Sailor Moon. Okay. Um, and that's what this is considered. Huh. Um, okay. Action, comedy, magical girl. Okay. To me, it's very interesting to mix something like magical girl into action and comedy. That Yeah, because that seems like it's, it's sort of very different ends of a spectrum. It's very feminine, right? Okay. Like it's a very effeminate thing to do, um, especially because normally with magical girl, it has more... Other feminine genres, say mm-hmm. like romance. Right. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't normally get paired up with something like 
action. Right. I would say, in my experience. I'm also not a avid anime watcher. Right, yeah. Um, oops, I started an email to myself. There we go. <laughs> um, the show first aired between October 4th, 2013 and March 28th of 2014. And the series premiered on Adult Swim's Tsunami Block on February 8th. Hey! Hey, there you go. Um, the show was on Netflix before it even aired on Toonami. And I know oh, okay. that just because on the time you and I dated. Okay. I remember watching Kill a Kill before meeting you. Okay. But it, like I said, it must have happened like right before. Okay. Um, so the show was eventually adapted to home media and manga as well. So a manga came after okay. home media. So it was on Blu-ray, DVD after. After that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the reception of Kill a Kill. Kill a Kill was really well received by critics. Um, Elliot Gay of uh, a J- Japaninator, Japaninator, I don't know how to pronounce mm-hmm. it, called the uniquely fun, even gripping series a reminder of how fun and creative anime can be at its best, despite the readily apparent budget restraints. So they didn't mm. have a big budget to begin with. So probably some animation shortcuts they had to take. And right. Like, it some- looks dated okay i remember watching this and being like how old is this anime but but honestly that may not be a bad thing because uh, even with some anime like that i like some that i know of Mm. like um like things like dragon ball and stuff like that that animation still holds up it seems like pretty well to this day and i think part of that might be nostalgia but also i don't know i've always enjoyed kill a kill because it is really Mm action-based and i i just love their fight scenes i love it um, and you know me, I'm actually, I'm a big action. I think you'll like I'm it. I'm a big action fan. So like if it's got anything, you know, any good action see and any action sequences mm-hmm. and things like that, that are really well done and well executed, yes. then I'm I, sure I'll like it. I think that's exactly what it is. Um, Kat Bailey of IGN described the series as magical girl anime on speed. So okay. that's what I mean. You're going to watch this and it's going to jump right into everything. Okay. And it's going to be like, holy shit, this is a lot at once. It's okay. right out the gate. It's. Uh, fast, mm-hmm. really fast speaking, fast motions. Okay. Um, I think there's a fight scene in the first episode. Like, okay. they don't waste any time because this is, I believe, one season. Okay. So, it's right out the gate. It, gotcha. It's it's just at face value, and take it as that. Don't okay. like it, there will be depths to this, mm-hmm. but just roll with it. Right. You know what I okay. mean? Not, I, and not, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I'm preparing you for something, but it is, it's a lot at once. Right. Yeah. That's one thing I do remember about this is just being like, what the fuck is going right. on? So I, I, this is a, and this is just sort of a general question. Yeah. When you watch anime, do you watch like with the original language with like subtitles or do you prefer to watch like dubbed versions? I normally watch subbed versions just because I feel like the voice acting um, done by the original Japanese voice actors is better. Better. And it's usually how it's meant to be heard. Probably. Right. Whereas with um, English voice acting, I feel as if they're told to say things a certain way and it sounds very robotic. Okay. And I don't really enjoy it. Um, I don't know if there's a dubbed version of this. There, okay. I mean, I, I'm assuming with how um, older it is, because it is six years old now, yeah. um, there probably is a dubbed version and mm-hmm. we can put on dubs if you would prefer that other than subtitles. I mean, I don't mind. I was just curious how you normally watch that. Cause that's, yeah. cause that's a thing that, you know, is big with people that watch anime it's just like yeah. dubs or dub or sub, you know, it's basically, I mean, either way it's going to get the story across. Right. Yeah. So I, I personally, like I said, I'm not, I'm not like a super huge anime person. Right. Um, but definitely there has been some anime in my life that has affected right. me. Yeah. Um, so 
I left off at them describing it as magical girl anime on speed. speed yes. Um, and noted that the over the top absurdity is part of the charm. Okay. So that's what I mean. Just roll with it. It's part of it. You know okay. what I mean? So um, like I'm already like like if I'm thinking of like over the top insane sort of action comedy things, mm. like if, do you did you ever remember the movie Crank with Jason Statham? I've never seen it. Have you heard like you know the concept though, where it's like he's he's uh he's a uh like. I don't know if he's like a hitman or something like that, but he's like this, he's this dude that gets, um, that gets like a thing put in his heart or something like that. He gets kidnapped and gets a thing put in his heart that he has to keep his heart rate high in order to stay alive or else he'll die or something like that. Yeah. Fast paced. Fa- very, very fast paced, weird action comedy kind of yes. thing. That's like, that's what I, I, I kind of envision with how everybody's talking about it. Yes. Like that kind of style, not to show the same, you know, plot line and everything like that, of course. But, yeah. But, but that, it's, but it's, that sort of quirky, it's just weird. like, huh? Like it's just, it's interesting. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kill a Kill won multiple prizes during the fourth New Type Anime Awards, including Best Character Design, Best Script, Best Sound, and Best Director, and Best Studio. Mm-hmm. Um, the Best Mascot category. Um, best Mascot. Yes. Yeah, so, and, and these, yeah. So they have Best Mascot. Um, okay. Best Characters, basically. Okay. Um, Sensu, Sen, Senkitsu placed third, and Guts placed ninth. So these are like... Characters. Characters. Um uh, how I want to word this, not human, like a non-human type okay. of thing. Okay. Um, uh, place ninth, uh, and the best character for female, best female characters, Ryuko, who's the main character. Okay. Um, and Mako placed third. Okay. So summary time. Okay. A young girl arrives at a school of superhumans to find the truth behind her father's murder. Um, Hanoji, Academy is forcefully ruled by an iron-fisted c- control of its student council and president Setsu- 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 Oh my god, Satsuki. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Um, and that is all I can really give you without spoiling anything. Without spoiling anything. Okay. Um, I had to get that summary from multiple sites because uh, Wikipedia, my good old trusty Wikipedia pal, only had a entire plot summary. Oh, uh, okay. So, so like that that short summation kind of makes me feel like it's like sounds like like she's like like an x like it's sort of like x-men where it's like a school for gifted gifted kids but like shit goes bad and i can't remember if it's specifically for gifted kids but it's just like like that that whole idea of like oh a school for a school like a school for children you know run by this like this one person or this like group of people it's yeah like it's it by the student council and like the class president i don't remember if it's supposed to be a superhuman school or not. Right, yeah. Um, I do remember like not a lot of like um not a lot of scenery changes. Like okay. it's either at school or at a local hangout thing. Like it doesn't change mm-hmm. much gotcha. in the way of scenery. Very static in that sense. Yeah. Which is fine because with all that goes on mm-hmm. to remember places on top of names and abilities right, is yeah. too much. Too much. Um, but yeah, that's all we get. Okay. Um, I say we watched the first four episodes. Okay. Um, if, cause we're not going to record again until maybe like Saturday or something like that. Yeah. Saturday or Sunday or something like that. It's yeah. Thursday right now. Yeah. Um, so if we decide in between then that, Hey, I want to watch another episode. We can, mm-hmm. um, we do have to start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, this is available on Netflix. You can probably find it on other platforms, probably some sort of like a Toonami or Viceland thing. Yeah. Um, but that's how we're watching it is Netflix. 
Um, and we do have to start from the beginning Which because is it, it is an episodic show. Yeah, it's not one of those that you can just like pick a few episodes and no. watch here and there. It's not um, self-contained yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, I, I'm I'm interested, you know, like I said, not having been exposed to much anime, I'm I'm interested to see, you know, how this how this goes. And, you know, if this is sort of like a gateway and, yeah. you know, I feel like this is an interesting one to start with. Right. Yeah. Because I do have some anime on there, like Sailor Moon. I think Pokemon's on there. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting one just because it is technically short for an anime. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it. it it's not like most Americanized anime that goes on for seasons. Doesn't have like the ten, like the seasons. yeah, like the tenure that a lot of these other like ones have. Naruto. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like That's it doesn't got have hundreds that. and hundreds and hundreds of episodes. Yeah, and then got turned into Baruto. You know what I mean? Like we, not that. Yeah. Um. So that's what I find. It's going to be an interesting one to start out with. Yeah. But I'm so down for it. Yeah. I'm because a- I do also have a lot of obscure anime on this list, like uh, Paradise Kiss, mm-hmm. which is obscure. Um, I would argue that Berserk can kind of be an obscure anime. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited that this is like your first intro to it. Yeah, this will be interesting. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So without further ado, our TV is right behind me. Let's get started on some Kill a Kill. Let's do it. All right. we are back we are back after watching five episodes of kill a kill yes so for those um who want to know we stopped on trigger which is um episode five uh and just so you know what happens in case you're like ah, none of that makes sense where are they in the story um ryuko um is defeating hinoji academy's club presidents at a steady pace when sumugu kinagase Appears before her, Kinagase wields a machine gun that neutralizes the abilities of Goku uniforms. He can hold on even two-star club presidents. Mm-hmm. So that's where we stopped off. Yes. Um, Evan? Yes. Quick thoughts. Yes. Um, I I enjoyed this. Uh, as somebody who really enjoys you know action movies and things like that, mm. I really enjoyed the action in this show. Mm-hmm. It was it was very well done, um, very well animated. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. um, I know you mentioned in the first part it was like there were some budgetary restrictions on it, and that's why some of the stuff is kind of like animated I, a little. 
yeah less which i can which you can tell you can tell where they cut corners on some of the animation mm-hmm. but i think it's got a really neat style to it mm-hmm. um some problems i have just some of the tonal with like some of the real weird tonal shifts in the right. show mm-hmm. got a little confusing some very very weird vibes i got from some of the characters and situations mm-hmm. kind of turned me off a little bit mm-hmm. but i want to watch more it's okay. kind of like it's kind of my quick summation. Okay. Um yeah, so it was really funny because I remember when we recorded the first part of this podcast, I was like giving you a lot of warning. Yeah, you were. And then I was like, I think I'm being a little dramatic with this. I really don't think Kill Kills that intense. And then I rewatched it and I was like, no, I I think I warned him just enough. Yeah, it was a proper warning. Um Kill Kills very att- intense and it's intense right out the gate. Um, and that turns off a lot of people, but mm-hmm. I do agree that it's, it's got this weird tone, mm-hmm. but like awesome, you know, action and, and you just have to like kind of accept things the way they are. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of have to accept this weird world that this, um, whole anime takes place in and you just have to be like, all right, I'll learn everything as, as we go along. Right. I, the, the thing, the thing I find, the thing that's kind of how I feel about it is everything within the action scenes. Like when you get to like that, the third act of each ep- of each episode that we watch where there's the big battle, mm-hmm. that's fucking awesome. All mm-hmm. of that stuff they do is awesome. Mm-hmm. Everything leading up to that is very, it's hit or miss mm. because sometimes you'll have interactions between characters and, and and I guess it may be a symptom of the fact that it's, you know, it's a Japanese show and everything's in Japanese. And when fluent Japanese speakers are speaking, they speak at such a fast pace that you have to, like, follow with it so quickly because you're trying to read the subtitles yeah. and things go by so fast. Mm-hmm. And everything just feels like it's at a breakneck pace before that in terms right. of getting to where it needs to be. Right. And, and that's the thing is that I think, again, that's part of this... I think that's part of this world's charm because I've watched other anime where it did not go by that fast. Mm -hmm. Like you could follow the subtitles at like a pretty leisurely pace and you Mm -hmm. didn't really have to worry about it. Um, Kill Kill is available in um, a dubbed form. Right. I've never watched it in its dubbed form because we, yeah, we, and we we discussed this because I feel like the, the voiceover can't be that great because they talk so fast and because they're yelling, I feel like the voiceovers would literally just be you, them yelling at you and i and i think watching it in its original language is helpful because because i think if we listen to the characters in english i feel like there would have been a different interpretation of these characters from english voice actors maybe just from my opinion because looking at the characters like mako and ryoku and all of these other and like the other um folks within like the disciplinary committee and things like that Mm -hmm. i feel like their characters would be a lot different even though they're animated in a certain way and they would probably like based on how they look, you would anticipate what they would sound like in an, from an English voice actor. I think it would be different. I think, like I said, I feel like there just wouldn't be, there wouldn't be the same like oomph right. in, a, yeah. in an English voiceover because with most anime, you do miss that. It gets lost in translation. Like the, the meaning of the, of the sentence, if right. you know what I mean. Exactly. Like, yeah. The delivery is just different. And I, I never really liked dubbed anime. It's never really been my cup of tea. Right. Exactly. So, um, so yeah. So, um, one of the things, one of the things I will say, I'll kind of like start off as like something I really did like, I like the fact that each, episode that we watched kind of dealt with one specific 
kind of boss character that Ryoku was having to fight each episode. Yeah, and that takes through like the rest of the of the series. It kind of well. goes like one like one main one episode is mostly like one boss battle. Okay, except for um, oh gosh, who was the head of the uh, of the group? Um, oh, uh, oh gosh. I hey folks. I just woke up from a nap. I had too much barbecue and <laughs> Satsuki. 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 Um yeah. she she gets built up a lot. Right. Which like, which you from can tell. The beginning, yeah. She's built up. Um but yeah, basically every episode is another fight. Yeah. So that's it is pretty cool. I, I did like I always liked that. And there's only one season. Yeah. So by the end of the first season, everything's wrapped up pretty well. Yeah. And uh excuse me, I got the name wrong. It's not Ryoku, it's Ryuko. Ryuko. Ryu- I didn't even correct you. <laughs> it's Ryuko. My Ryuko, my bad. Yeah. Yes. Um yeah, so it everything ends up getting wrapped up, which is nice right. towards the end of it, um, which I've always appreciated yeah. as well. Yeah. The 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 thing that I that I'm a little confused with is just like I understand the school setting that they're going with, and it's sort of like this is sort of the backdrop for it, but mm-hmm. I feel like in the first few episodes, they're not really like Part of it has to do with the school, but all of it just seems to be sort of just fodder for everything else that's going on with Ryuko and the disciplinary committee. Like, it doesn't seem like the school portion has much to do with it, other than the fact that she's got a teacher that's sort of a insider within the school that's kind of giving her information. And it's just sort of sort of her cover to, like, be able to live a normal life, you know, um. while dealing with all this crap. Is there is that something that kind of gets you know? What do you could you explain that a little? I bit think further? I think more like it feels like the school is unnecessary at this point. It feels like what like anything that happens within the school, other than like dealing with these clubs and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, well, that, that's the idea is that the school is is run by an iron fist. It's right, run by exactly. this committee that wants everything uniform and disciplinary and yeah. and so not a lot does go on at school. You don't yeah. learn much about her studies and which I did, yeah. You know, 99% of her classmates don't matter and right. and that's just how it is, but that's the idea of it is that uh is that that's how that school is run. Mm-hmm. And right. that's how that whole cuz they live on an island, that's how that whole island is run because okay. everything um like disciplinary wise and everything is all based on that school. The school's yeah. at the top of the mountain. That's what matters yeah. the most. And I believe that school is supposed to be like a naval military type of that's thing. What I, yeah. That's what I, that's the vibe I get. Yeah. You know, the fact that they all wear uniforms and everything like that. Yeah. And also, also the, the whole surrounding area, it's a very interesting hierarchy because they talk about like all the no stars being like at the bottom of the food chain basically the slums and everything like Mm -hmm. that which which is interesting you know there's that dichotomy of the of the world where it's you know you got the people that are down here and you have all these people that are higher up the one the one stars and the two stars and all that sort of stuff yeah you have the you have the no stars the one stars two stars three Three stars stars. and then four stars which is really satsuki which is satsuki um and and like her, the idea with her is that yes, yeah, she she is, I believe, supposed to be a student, mm-hmm. um, but her parents are always away because they are like militant based and okay, you know they they basically run the army. That's always right. what I've always uh, took away from it. Which is why she's got like that butler that's kind of trying to keep her in line and you know yeah. trying to keep her mm-hmm. you know in check mm-hmm. as best he can when she's like basically a dictator yeah. trying to mm-hmm. trying to deal with all that. Right, exactly. So one one of the things that kind of i don't know if it's it's not necessarily bothersome but mm. one of the things that i noticed was 
and you talked about this beforehand was a lot of the like sexual overtones of the show. Yeah, it's a lot. It's it's surprising considering this was a show that was made in what 2013. Um. Yes, it was made in 2013. Yeah. Um. Can I just say that the first time I watched it, I did not really get the rapey vibes. I think, and I think it was you know? a, it, it's a, it was a different time back then. Right, and I I always hate to use that excuse, but that's exactly what it was. Is that you know, the um, sexual tones in here. All, the only way I saw it was. Uh, it's just really Japanese. Like, mm-hmm. like for whatever reason, I was just like, I mean, it's just over-sexualized. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, even even the show knows that to an extent. And and I guess, you know, they were just going for that over-dramatic, over-sexual type of thing. Right. Nowadays, I feel like universally, it's um, very uncomfortable for a lot of people. Right. Um, you know, like, even when Ryoko gets... Um, when she first gets Senketsu, which is mm-hmm. her... Her sailor suit. Um, Senketsu is fed off of. Oh, this is spoilers, by the way. If you didn't fucking if you, know, if you haven't, li- if you haven't watched Kill spoilers. a Kill, I mean, we're spoiling the first five episodes. Yeah, um, but when when Ryoko gets uh, Senketsu, um, Senketsu um, feasts off of blood. Mm-hmm. That's how. So, that's how it gets. That's how it gains yeah, power. So he, Senketsu tastes Ryoko's blood, and then he's like, "Oh, you're gonna put me on, take off all your clothes, type of thing." And it's really rapey. Like it, it kind of feels like she's being yeah. molested by like yeah. clothing. And then there was a scene in the fifth episode with, I believe, the character was Suguru, or I think that was the name of the the militant guy, Sumugu King uh, Kinagase. Yeah. Yeah. He when he like has her pinned down in like the in the courtyard, and he's like, "Take off all your clothes, yeah. strip down all your clothes," and it's like, okay, this is very weird. Yeah, it gets really um, like. And like, I mean, like I said, and again, that's not the only one because even the teacher and how like whenever yeah. he's around, he's slowly taking slowly off undressing, all his clothing and, yeah. and like unbuttoning his pants. And it's kind of like, Ew. is it necessary? Like, like, yeah. Like, when do you draw the line here? Like, yeah. we get your point. Do you really need to push it this far? And, and I, and I think that's one of the things that's kind of, that's a detractor for me for this show. Like, I don't get me wrong. What I, what I've seen, I do enjoy. Yeah. It's just I feel like a lot of that is very unnecessary, and I get it's a completely different cultural thing where with with how some anime is created right. and things like that. But, but like I said, I think even nowadays to say that it's quote unquote cultural cultural is is um, a bit yeah. It, it, I think that I think that's not true. I think nowadays universally, like I said, this is a very uncomfortable thing mm-hmm. to indulge in, um, right. and and I I don't blame people like like. Even watching it the second time, I was like, Ugh, "Some of this does mm. not sit right with me." Yeah. Um. It, you know, I think it just didn't age well in that factor. Mm-hmm. Um, Considering I, it's only six years old, it's 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 right. it's interesting how it's how it's completely it's yeah. seen differently in just that short amount of time. Right. Um. But I I still would say try and look past it. I know it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the show also uses sex to like relieve itself from high tension areas. So that's the weird part is that mm-hmm. it builds up tense areas with sex, mm-hmm. but then also tries to release that tension with sex. Because I remember right. us watching a scene of like Ryoko going to school, and then you get this really quick scene of her bus heading up the mountain mm-hmm. and in the foreground are just two cats getting at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just on a roof of a building. And then yeah. like, we're just cracking up laughing because it's like, what, what is this? Yeah. 
So it it tries to do both. It right. tries, and I just don't think it's necessary. Right. Like, like choose which way you want to go about this. Either yeah. be funny with it or be serious. But to have it in both aspects, I think that's where that tonal confusion lies. Is right. like, ah, uh, does it have to be constant? Yeah. Like sexy, like I guess because you'll have because you'll have a scene like like the the weird like kind of rapey vibeish thing like with Kinagase, mm-hmm. but then you'll also have a thing with like Mako's family when like at night she like uh, Ryuko, Ryuko is trying to change into her pajamas and the whole family is like ogling like, yeah like going like, to bed early so yeah, they can see her so they can eyes. yeah it's like it, yeah it's, it's like why it's weird it, it, but but like like I said it's not detracting from my from my overall ver- view of the show right because overall i think it's very interesting uh, the mm-hmm. the action parts and the story parts and the story beats are very interesting it's an interesting hero's journey to walk i mean it's it's a very you know basic hero's journey father gets killed wants to find out who did it and needs to find the person responsible it's a mm-hmm. very simple story arc but i think having it within the backdrop of the school and this whole militant background of the school. I think it's a very interesting, interesting world. There's a lot of very cool world building I think is going on, especially in right. these first few episodes, right. getting to know these, these, you know, disciplinary figures and these, you know, this hierarchy of everything mm-hmm. I think is very interesting. Um, the relationship between Senketsu and Ryuko that seems to be changing a little bit too. It seems to be, you know, I, it's very much a symbiote. I, I hate to, you know, compare it to comic books, but it's very much a symbiotic relationship. It right. feels like mm-hmm. it feels like Eddie Brock and Venom in a sense, mm-hmm. where you have these conflicting personalities trying to work together towards a common purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Venom, who is all about destruction and death and chaos, which is very much Sinketsu. But then you also have, you know, Eddie Brock slash Ryuko. Who have a very specific purpose, right? They're very, more focused. Very specific goals, very specific motivations that are driving them, and mm-hmm. those two i those two ideas clash, and it lead it does lead to some interesting you know interesting things, you know, because you'll have the you'll have the portions like there was that one uh, one episode with the battle where it was like Ryuko's all about fighting and fighting and fighting, but Senketsu's like you need to calm down. You're not doing this right, right? You know, you're killing yourself because you're not like letting me help you. Yeah, like you're draining your blood. And- yeah. Yeah, it it does get interesting in that in that aspect. I do agree, um, and you're right about the whole world building because we only scratched the surface. I think yeah, there's like what twenty something episodes, something like that. I think there's what we saw. Yeah, um, so we only watched a fifth of the show. Yeah, there is twenty five episodes. Yeah, so we only watched a fifth of the show. Yeah, um, so we only scratched the surface of this. It it goes more in depth. Like every episode is more information right. about the show. Um, and it's great. It's it's great. I, I, I've always thought this world was interesting. Yeah. Um, and, and I do think, like, I do like the idea of Senketsu and and um, all of that. I, I don't, like, I've always kind of felt uncomfortable of, like, the uniforms they transfer into and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, like the over-sexualized of it all. Yeah. That always upset me. But at the same time, again, I, w- I kind of just accepted. I was just like, eh, okay. Like, whatever. Yeah. She turns into a sexy girl. After I just like, shouldn't watch this on campus. Type yeah. Of thing. After, like, the first or second, after, like, the first or second episode, it's like, okay. It's lost all, like, sexualized Yeah. The, especially, like, because, like, like, you're not looking at it as, like... I don't know, like porn. It's kind of like, yeah. ah, it's like she's basically armor. she's basically wearing a skimpy Gundam, is what she's wearing. Right, and I think you said that a lot. You're like, this is basically Gundam, but with like sex. And she's I was like, ba- yeah, yeah it's it's basically yeah, that's what she's doing. Right, right, right. Um, on a positive note, I will say a lot of the comedic stuff I think was very funny. Um, the Mako is. 
probably one of my favorite mm-hmm. comedic relief characters I've seen in any piece of media as of late. Yeah. Because it a lot of her interjections into situations are just so goddamn random. And everyone's like, what the fuck is she doing? Like, because like there'll be those breaks where she, there's a tent, there's a tense moment between Ryuko and, and like a boss character. Mm-hmm. And then Mako just jumps in and just starts waving her arms and throwing eggs and, you know, showing her butt and then yeah. running around, flipping, flapping her arms. something. It's a weird combination of like four different things that she'll do. Mm-hmm. And just like, Hey, no, no, don't do that. She's cool. You're not going to beat her up because she's going to beat you up and all this sort of shit. And it's like, yeah. What and the like- f- fuck it's like and like the debates she's throwing have no substance no absolutely nothing just like repeating the same shit and it's like i get what you're doing but like why it's it's great i think she's hilarious i love guts it's just this little pug little pug in a a hoodie hoodie that's just his name i I love guts um guts was always one of my favorite characters um they do have some great like comedy relief i the the one scene that that sticks in my mind was i I believe it was from like the third or fourth episode when ryuko goes to school and and uh mako's uh mako's mom was washing the suit Mm -hmm. and and ryuko is just like hearing the suit just crying out just don't leave me don't leave me and then mako's mom goes to hit it with the iron he's like Oh, this actually feels nice. This feels really good. This feels yeah. really good. And just Mako's mom is beating on the suit with like a yeah, trying to get all the wrinkles get out all the wrinkles out of it. It's just no. Yeah, no. And he's like, please stop. You're torturing me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of my favorite scenes is when Ryuko first meets Mako's family, uh-huh. and Mako introduces her dad, and her and she's like, oh, this is my dad. He's like, uh, he's like an alley. A back, back alley, alley yeah, back alley, uh, yeah. Back alley doctor. He, yeah, back alley doctor. And she's like, if if you compare uh, the lives he's saved to the lives he, lives he's killed, he's definitely killed more people. Like, yeah. She says something, and I'm like, <laughs> you just admitted that. Like, it's just funny to yeah, me. Like, it's the like way one, she worded it. It's was one of great. those things that like you hear it and you're like, wait, did she just? Say that? <laughs> yeah, I think I she just said that. You. Yeah. Like, Evan, did she just say that her dad kills a bunch? Well, of it's funny. It's like she's like, uh, I think she also mentioned before that she's like, oh yeah, my dad runs a back alley clinic, although you wouldn't know it. And then it cuts to a shot of the outside. It's just a giant yeah. neon sign. It's just a neon sign. That's with a, light like bulbs. back. It says back alley clinic. <laughs> yeah. According to the subtitle, it's like, all right, yeah, this this makes that sense. That was funny. It was yeah. really good. I liked it a lot. So yeah. yeah, there there were some comedy points that were like good and like the whole. Um, first two episodes with like the tennis club thing and yeah and they were like she has to be uh, Mako has to be hit with like a million tennis balls or yes something. yeah that, that kind of made me laugh a little bit yeah um but yeah it does have some great comedy relief points that's yeah. like excellent does really really well on that end yeah it, it, it makes up for some it, it's it kind of contributes to some of the tonal things where it's a little mm. confusing but also it helps with that a little bit too mm-hmm. because if you have those pieces of you know comedic relief that can ease some of that you know it it, it is very helpful and, right. it, and, it, and it kind of helps to make you enjoy it a little more yeah i agree and i i think like i said it, it really tries to help out with the tone the tone does get thrown around a lot mm-hmm. um but at the same time when you think of it uh this was uh the first original anime by um trigger trigger so it it for it being their first anime and for it being so widely popular as it is, because the way I found out about Kill a Kill was like Tumblr or something. Like I was on Tumblr okay. at the time and everyone on Tumblr was watching this stupid ass show. Right. So me and my friend Matt just got together like, let's watch it. And then we ended up watching the whole season in one day. Right. Um, so for it to pop off as, as fast and as hard as it did, 
um, was awesome. It was, it's great to see that Trigger did something so awesome their first time. Right. And obviously they, they struck some sort of note because a lot of people were like, no, no, no. Like just take it at face value. Like right. don't think about it too much. Don't ask for, you know, the sense and things just, just see like where it ends up. Right. Yeah. And, um, and it was great. Um, again, I, I still like it. I, I would recommend it for someone who like wants to watch something a little outrageous. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say that this is not everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. If this is definitely not everyone's cup of tea. If, if like some of the, if some of the weirdly off putting sexual stuff, it makes you uncomfortable. I, I would I would maybe caution somebody about it, but if you do enjoy you know action and things like that, this yes. is definitely a great show because a, like 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 we said in the beginning, a lot of the action set pieces in this show are really cool. A lot of the fight scenes are yeah. very well are very well done, very well animated. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Ryuko's weapon. I've always loved the, the scissor, scissor blade. The scissor blade is great, and how it like opens up and elongates. Yeah, and she can change the size of it. Like, yeah. it's awesome. I always thought that was so so cool. I mean the fact that in the second episode she turned it into a freaking tennis racket a giant tennis racket was amazing (laughs) and that was just that was awesome yeah and then like when she goes to slice people she'll like literally like swing it out and elongate it it's so cool yeah scissor and it's like a scissor blade like i don't know i've never seen anything like it it's a very unique weapon so unique i love it um so a lot of really, really cool, unique things about this. Definitely. About the show as well. So, I mean, I would definitely recommend it to people, but would I recommend it to everybody? And no, yeah. I would not. It's um, not everybody's thing. I, I would think that, it's like, uh, you know, especially people who maybe don't watch a lot of anime and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I kind of want to get into it. I would not start this, off yeah, this, with uh, this. This is not a starter anime. No. Especially because... Like the other thing that I always go back to too is that this is considered a magical girl, a magical girl anime, which, in my mind, and I could be wrong, I'm no anime connoisseur, but <laughs> you're no an- you're no anime sommelier. <laughs> but um, magical girl tends to be a little bit more lighthearted and less mm-hmm. so in your face. Right. Um. You know, I when I think of magical girl, I think of Sailor Moon, I think of fairy tale, I mm-hmm. think of things that are um, a little bit more lighthearted than, than this. Right. I, and I think actually when I finished Kill a Kill, someone recommended fairy tale and was like, yeah, well that's magical girl too. And, and it's fairy tale is like so different. It's like a completely opposite so, end of the spectrum. Like I watched it. I'm like, I don't give a shit about this show. Like <laughs> I genuinely, this is not what I want at the moment. At this point I want boobs and I <laughs> want, <laughs> at this point I want more. And yeah. then I went into like, Attack on Titan or something, and that was like the level of absurdity I was looking okay, for. Okay, gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's it's different from like what I know as Magical Girl. It se- it seems like it seems like anime, and this is again, this is from somebody who has not watched much anime. You've watched like the basics, like not even Pokemon, not, not, not even a, yeah. It seems like anime falls into a few di- like it's a it's a four it's a four section grid. It's basically absurdity sexuality story heavy and like silliness like comedy well you also have the ones that turn games into anime true like pokemon like digimon right like, yeah you know all of those uh beyblades was an anime that's you know? right yeah all that you stuff have all too. that stuff that was its own category yeah. as well Oh. right um, yeah anime is weird man it like, is it's it's it's, seem- its own 
animal altogether. You can't paint it in broad strokes because Mm-mm. there's so many different things. If, so you, m- if you compare it to American animation, it's just it's different. different. Very it's different. So it's its own creature. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, like, you could probably find any genre of it anywhere. Right. Like, yeah. uh, you know, another super duper fucking absurd um, anime that I constantly think of is Elfin Lied, which is basically just a girl who a girl with super long pink hair who wears a helmet and then she like it when she wears this helmet and walks into a, a room she can make people literally explode mm-hmm. like you would evan you would see a, a fucking clip from this anime and be like what the fuck is this <laughs> like you would like i didn't even like it right yeah. it's just it's got its own weird stuff going on in it mm-hmm. and and it's like its own thing yeah um and then you have like some that are just kind of like wholesome and yeah, it's just because there's a couple on there that I have on there. Like I have um, Paradise Kiss, which is like um, it's more of an obscure one. I don't know a lot of people who know it, but it's like super wholesome mm. and nothing like this. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's about fashion, but it's right. actually about fashion. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's interesting. So yeah, for this being our first anime and for this being like probably the first anime that you've sat down and like intentionally watched. Yeah. It was an interesting one. Definitely. I agree. Um. So... Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about it? Um, I think all I would say in closing is that I definitely, I would definitely continue watching this. I definitely, yeah. ca- I would definitely be interested to see where the story goes okay. because I did really enjoy what was going on. I thought it was really interesting and intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the story of Ryuko is one that I think is, I- I'd be interested to see how it comes together and how it concludes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's just, it's just some of it is not what I was expecting. That's fair. That's that's totally fair. Not what I was expecting, but still enjoyable nonetheless. I think is how I would yes. how I would describe it. Um, and and that's fine. You know, like that's just what it is sometimes. Right. Exactly. Um, with that said, we're not going to do a recap of every episode this time. Yeah. Because I feel like it would just be super spoiler heavy because it, and it's, this and is it's, an episodic show. And it's very, and they're very dense episodes too. There's oh, a so lot, much goes there's on. a lot that goes on in a short amount of time. So, yeah. it, you know, for, for the sake of you and for us, we don't want to bore you having to go through all the episodes. Yes. Um, it just, it wouldn't be, it just wouldn't be. Go watch it yourself. It's on Netflix. Yes, it's, like on Net- just- it's on Netflix. If you're if you're interested at all in the show, give it a shot. Check it out. See what Try you think. It Try yeah. it out. You let know. us know what you think. Yeah. Let us know. Absolutely. Um, Evan. Yes. I picked last week's episode, and I have the list up. Oh, you do. Okay. Cool. So um, how many numbers? This is there? an old. This is an old list. So I, we might have repeats on here. Okay, that's fine. Um, but you need to pick a number one through one twenty nine. All right. Okay, this is a this is a tough decision. There's a lot of numbers. Yes. I think I think in honor of of being near America's birthday. Mm. Uh I'm going to go with number 76. 76. Oh. Did I pick an interesting one? Cow and chicken. Hey, there we go. Cow and chicken. All right. So we're going back to, we're going back to Nickelodeon. Cartoon, Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. We're going back to Cartoon Network, like early 2000s Cartoon Network. Yeah. Into, like the weird absurd shit. Like mm-hmm. that's, cow and chicken is like. Oh, Just, man. it was like Ren and Stimpy in a sense. Basically. It was, it was like, yeah, you had that. You had Courage the Cowardly Dog. You had like yeah. a lot of those like weird absurdist animations mm-hmm. of the early 2000s. Okay. 
Yeah, that'll be an interesting one. That'll be that'll be good. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of like a palate cleanser of what we just watched. Yeah, definitely. Going, going back to more of an adolescent route and less of like a... Because I watched this, I was like 19 or 20. Like right mm-hmm. before we met, I watched right. Kill a Kill. Yeah. Um. So, you know, we're going back to a more simpler time exactly yeah <laughs> a much more like easy to easy to digest i would easy say easy to ju- digest for sure yeah um so yeah that will be the month of uh august 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 that will be august august <laughs> that will be our august um, episode and then yeah and then we have um after august i think we have what two up ep- two yep. episodes we'll left of September the year and october yep and then we're taking off for the rest of the year yep so yeah evan um, yes. Thank you for everyone who listened. I almost said watched. <laughs> this is not filmed. Yes. Um, <laughs> not yet, no. <laughs> dear God, no. Um, thank you for everyone who listened. Yes. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know for some of you it might be a little obscure, mm-hmm. um, but hopefully you liked it anyway. I hope you learned a little something. About, about anime. anime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what we think about it. <laughs> what Evan thinks about it. Yes. I have my own take on you have your own takes i did give it i gave my little you take a little sp- on yeah it. your little spiel my little spiel yeah um anyway we will see you guys next week yeah or next week next next month, month. Evan, yes where can people find you if you want to find me on the internet you can find me on twitter at e underscore williamson 93 i'm usually posting my musings there uh normally about our podcast but you know, sometimes i'll post something something different so you can check me out there lynn how about nice. you um twitter as well and lynn a-y-n-n-e-l-n-n I hope that went into the mic. I was petting my cat. That's okay. Um, I can see it did. Awesome. Um, that's where I am 99.9% of the time. So just go hang out over there. Say hello. Yeah. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter at Nostalgia Cops. You can find us on Instagram at Nostalgia Cops. And I think we're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Nostalgia Cops. We are on Facebook. We just yes. don't post there much. Yes. We, we need to do that a little more. We got to be better about our social. We're working on that. We're working on it. This yes. is not what we get paid to do. Yes. Uh, so Nostalgia Cops comes out the first Friday of every month at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, which means next month episode, next month's episode, excuse me, I need to enunciate better, will come out on Friday, August 2nd, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're available on Spotify, on Stitcher, on iTunes, and Google. Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify, I believe. Did I yes. Say? I thought you said Spotify. I must have. I guess I did. We're on Spotify and Spotify. We're on Spotify and Spotify. Just it's Spotify and Spotify 2. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Not everyone has access. No. To Spotify 2 is like that, that special, that special yeah. Spotify. You got to be a VIP. Yeah. There's like that. There's that level above premium that they don't advertise on their website. You have to like click a certain. We're like the Kardashians of Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, oh, I don't want to be a Kardashian. I don't want to be sense. a Kardashian either. <laughs> oh yeah. Not after the amount of food I ate today means I am not a Kardashian. Oh yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's gonna do it for this month on Nostalgia Cops. Yeah, I think that's. A good place to end. Yes. After giving out all of our social media, which is normally how we end an episode. Exactly. Um, We will see you guys next month. Have a great July. Yes. We will talk to you in August. Adios. Adios.